This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch, and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show Podcast. Got a lot of your comments and emails coming up here today. Kind of work our way through it. Had some interesting revelations today on the show. Tom Brady announcing his retirement. Some people were skeptical about that. Said, oh, just wait. They might dangle the sweet meat <laughs> of the San Francisco 49ers in front of them. Don't bet on it just yet. You think he's going to unretire again? I don't think so. I do not. I do not think he so. He looks embarrassed. I Yeah, I was looking at uh, there's some uh, sports shows. Uh, Dan Levitard out of Miami. Everybody on his crew is like, don't bet on it. Nope, not buying it. So they're all skeptical. They think he's going to still play. Oh, he's working on preparations for Hurricane Giselle. That shit's coming for his ass. Yeah, I I can't (laughs) imagine that he would jump back into it. I I was surprised with the timing because yesterday it did seem like it had worked out and made a lot of sense that he might be looking at San Francisco, who has a Super Bowl-ready team. They just need a quarterback to plug in to get them through it. And that's where his home is from. He grew up in that area. I believe he was a San Francisco 49ers fan as a kid. That would be the way to walk off the field, right? You come back for one year, play for your childhood favorite team with all your old buddies from elementary and high school rooting you on. You walk away with another ring, and then you call it good. Oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, it's the dream. I could give a shit what this motherfucker does. I just love seeing Virginia get mad about it, as if she knows what the fuck goes on in there. Uh, I do. I watched just like you. You're just in denial. I I think when people get so wrapped up in celebrity, I mean, there are some, you, you don't care that much. I, I know you don't care that much, but there are some people who really, really give a shit. Oh, yeah, And no get doubt. mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone sent me, when I was trolling you two weeks ago about this shit, they sent me a long email, you fucking dick face, and all about that <laughs> team Giselle. <laughs> they really cared. That's what they had to say, huh? It's, yeah, in layman's terms, pretty much. Okay. Use that term loosely? Yes. Okay. Uh, talking about uh, football, got this uh, note that had come in through a text today. I thought it was kind of cool. We were talking about Chad Ochocinco and how he had saved 83% of his salary from the 11 years that he was in the league. And he said, look, I didn't fly private and I wasn't wearing real jewelry. I was buying the stuff from Claire's. 
That's amazing. And <laughs> saved a ton of cash and um, just seems like a really cool down-to-earth guy. I was telling you about how he'll fly into a city because I follow him on Twitter, and he landed, I think he went to Atlanta, and he's like, hey, can somebody pick me up at the airport? I'll give you a 1000 bucks." And somebody did, one of the people who follows him on Twitter, and then he was asking for, okay, where do I go eat? And he's kind of that way, and he'll just pick up and play video games with you know people that follow him. And so he's, he's really cool with the people, and he often leaves $1,000 tips always puts that up on his social. And somebody said, um, I worked at the Gap in Pembroke and uh, saw Ocho Cinco there. I think he lives in Broward. Ah. And uh, somebody thought that they recognized him. And uh, he said, no, nah, I'm not anybody famous. I'm just a simple guy. He's very humble. So that, that's cool. So he, he seems like he's that kind of dude. So he'll be, he really likes soccer too. So he'll go to a lot of the Inter-Miami games and they'll, of course, let him on the pitch to Go play around a little bit. So, That's cool. Who he is? Yeah, he seems like a pretty, uh, pretty solid dude. People who are spending an ass load of money. Jaber was trying to compliment uh, Rick Ross on how frugal he is by mowing his own yard at his new mansion in Georgia, but then finds out that he dropped a million dollars one night in 2011 at King of Diamonds in Miami at a strip club. I mean, Rick Ross has <laughs> got to be worth a ton of money. I'd imagine. I'm looking him up right now. You got to guess how much is he worth, Rick Ross? Rick Ross, I would put him at $64 million. See? Way more. Way more. I think he's hundreds of millions. I think he should have been. I think he hit the strip club too much. He's only 45 mil. Really? And I thought he'd be a lot more, and too. He, yeah, and that's why the thing about him mowing his lawn is so surprising because, yeah, I mean, you blow a million in the strip club, and then I think he was in a Bentley in downtown Lauderdale one time. Somebody shot at his Bentley, something like that. Oh, damn. Yeah. So if you don't know, Rick Ross is a uh, big old rapper originally from uh, Broward in South Florida, like I said. I think he's relocated to Georgia now, but He's on a lot of uh, tracks, especially like DJ Khaled. He's done stuff with him. And so he's got uh, some big songs out there. If you know hip hop, you definitely know who Rick Ross is. Big old dude, big, strong beard, man. Just let you know that he's, he's got that kind of beard that there's no way you could have a low sperm count and have that beard. So you think he's de- his swimmers are strong? Yeah, no doubt. I think he could probably wink at a girl and get her pregnant. <laughs> Number one hip hop artist, do you know who it is for net worth? Net worth number one hip hop artist, uh, Drake. It says Jay Z. Jay Z. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. 1.5 okay. bill. Okay, yeah. Number two, Diddy. Okay, yeah, because it's it's their side projects. I went right in thinking about, okay, about tracks they put out. And it's been a hot minute since Jay Z had something that really blew up. I mean, I think you're going back a decade, right? Stuff he did, Black Tie with Justin Timberlake, and yeah. the stuff that he did with uh, Kanye. You know, in Paris, that was 2013, I think, because that was the heat you used that when LeBron was here. Dang, Master P is still in the top 10, and he's got 200 mil. Yeah, crazy. Well, he owned his own record. That that changes the game, too, because he had his own uh, record label. So that'll influence how much money they have. You can't just go off of thinking, okay, who's busting out the most tracks? Because that's usually not the person who's making all the money. Somebody said uh, Jay-Z had the album 444 in 2021. I don't remember that. There wasn't anything that jumped out of it to me. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, a diehard hip-hop guy. I know hip-hop songs when they become big in the mainstream. Right. Are you? Am, am I ever going to get you in the booth again? 
Can we? we fucking... I've been in the booth. You're saying it like I've never been there. I said again. You haven't been in the, the new booth. You haven't spit. You haven't spit fire in a minute, dog. I spit fire at Denny's house. Yeah, that was that was seriously four years ago. I'm a busy, bitch. <laughs> that was four years, ago. man. I wish you guys would play with me. Oh. <laughs> He's wants friends to we'd come have, over and play. We have such great fun. I will totally come over there. We got to get a concept. What are we spitting about? Don't you worry about it. You just come into Sasquatch North, and we'll get that concept. All right. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Got uh, an email from Malika who said that, uh, yeah, talking about the uh, strip clubs, I was a dancer back in the 90s, and there was definitely sexual acts going on in the champagne rooms. I personally never did anything to that respect, but I knew multiple girls that were known for doing other things behind the curtain. There was always the same guys that would come in and ask for these girls by name. Also, there was a cocktail waitress that would walk around and keep tabs on what the guys and the dancers were ordering in the champagne room. If there was any kind of hanky-panky going on, the cocktail waitress would get paid just to keep her mouth shut. Whoa. And this would happen oh. at all types of clubs, high-end and hole-in-the-wall places. I danced for four years and saw a lot of crazy stuff. I you love it. too if the cocktail waitress would run, kind of run interference a little bit, so kind of as the, the lookout person... You, I'm sure she did. You just took in Mr. Uh, Dogginson into the back room. and <laughs> he, he likes to raw dog it. <laughs> he wants 15 <laughs> minutes of pure bliss. Dogginson gives yeah. you the raw dog. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to make sure you tip her out. Because what if, what if someone walks in on you going down on Mr. Dogginson? The security guy, the bouncer, he's got to be tipped out. But I think a lot of it might happen off-premises because somebody had texted towards the end of the show and they said, yeah, I've worked at a strip club and the girls used to use their time at work just to arrange private meetups and events. And that's where they really made their money. So they were really, in a sense, hookers at the strip club. And that was the gateway for them to meet people who would pay them a lot more money at another place that they would meet up at but later. It, it does happen at this at the place. Though, oh, it sure, definitely does. I, I know people it's happened to. It definitely does. Oh, yeah. Doesn't hey, seem what, like that'd be a smart thing to do on the regular. Well, though. if you have a system and you know the system and it's set up for you to be able to get away with it, it ain't nobody going to bust you. But, but you got to keep funneling money into that system to keep it going. As long as you're not blowing a cop, you're good. Well, here's what I want to know. Back in the day. And how do you know if you're not? You don't. I played, right. I played ball with somebody. Who was blowing a cop? No. <laughs> there was no cocktail waitress here because another buddy went to go back. I wasn't there for this. This is the story that had happened. He was getting a blow piece. And they go, well, where's blah, blah, blah? And I go, well, let's check in the back. And they went in the back. And when they went in the back, a stripper was doing that to him. So there was nobody running cover there. They needed some kind of protection. Yes. And so did he. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Cynthia said, I was hanging out at a local pub. My friend pulled out his wallet and had a few singles in there. And I made the joke, uh, you go to the strip club. And he laughed and said, yeah, no, they kicked me out if I tried to use a dollar. And I thought the deal was you just gave a dollar. I mean, what if you had 100 sing singles and you just want to take your time tucking them in to the stripper's G-string or you want to make it rain? He and his friends laughed and said, no way. It's now fives and tens. If oh. you want to tuck into the dancer, they, they will be like, a dollar, get that out of here. It's insulting, especially if you're making someone really sing for the supper with a $5 bill. And you're it, it's, yeah. you can't do that shit. That's how you get your ass kicked by a bouncer named Jimmy. 
Yeah, I, I used to be in the dollar strip club days. Yeah, me too. I was like, wow, really? You can't give a dollar anymore? Damn. You old. <laughs> no way. That would be so insulting, I feel I like. I can see that, yeah, if you did now. Yeah. But wow. it's so fun to make it rain, y'all. Making it rain, well, I you feel make like it rain. different. Yeah, a dollar. But make it rain with tens. You know, you get some old fuck there. Yeah, come on, shake them titties and he's putting a dollar. You don't want that. You get $500 in $10 bills, then you make it rain. When you say old fuck, you mean me? (laughs) I am the old fuck. You know what I mean? They're like, ah, you're you're sitting there. It's like the guy that's at the buffet for 10 hours, just really abusing the system. But if he is an old fuck, do you give him a pass? Because you're like, all right, well, he don't know that you're supposed to do fives and tens. He's given a dollar, and I, I feel like if I was a stripper, I would give him a pass. This ain't the world of heartstrings. It's the world of G-strings, and it's about that green dog, and it ain't about what you want. You wanted it to turn into a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Jay Bird. Oh, but Chicken Seafood's got all the great deals going on, especially for you coconut shrimp lovers. Five coconut shrimp, one side, and two fritters. Mm-mm-mm. And they've got the homemade crab cakes for all you crab cake lovers. People drive counties and counties for the Bud's Chicken and Seafood Crab Cakes because they mail it. Online ordering. They can do pickup or delivery through their website, budschicken.com. Bud's Chicken and Seafood, they are amazing. Don't forget, try the bird sauce and the corn fritters. Talking about uh, shows, somebody texted in. They said the weirdest thing on television right now is that MILF Manor. Older single women looking for hot younger men, except the show brings in the sons of the women for the hot young guys. It's like watching a train wreck. It's disturbing, but you can't look away. It's right now airing on TLC. I played the promo right before it came out of MILF Manor, and it is weird. I need this. What network? It is on TLC. PA just told you. Oh, I am so going to watch this MILF Manor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know how I missed it. Could you imagine if that show was the other way around? <laughs> it wouldn't work. Oh, man. There would be so many articles. Yeah, there would be. Uh, Carla had a comment on uh, Madonna talking about uh, sex books. She said, Madonna already had a sex book. Nobody cares. So she doesn't think it's going to sell well. You know, the story is out all over the place. It's blowing up with uh, Vanilla Ice and seeing it uh, popping up everywhere where he just talked about how when they were dating back in the 90s, he was 23, she was 32, and she apparently proposed to him. And he's like, I'm too young, man. This is crazy. And that kind of ended the relationship. And then I think, too, she kind of outed their relationship in that sex book that she was just talking about. Well, when I was editing that audio today, I thought the same thing. I'm going, he is getting ahead. Of any bullshit that Oh, right. he definitely, yeah. he got head. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, but he's trying to throw it out there because, yeah, Madonna's going to use those kind of stories to try to sell this book. And he, he don't want that heat, well, you know? He's, he's would got, you? Would anybody? No. If, you, if you have a consensual it's, relationship with somebody and y'all break no. up and you just, just go it, your separate ways, you, you don't expect someone to do you dirty like that. Well, and you can say that, it, you know, it wouldn't cause problems, but his life is calm right now, you know? He's, he's got young kids. <laughs> Everything is just good, it seems like, you know, in his, in his relationship. And, you know, look, you can have a solid relationship, but still, I mean, if that stuff was swimming around, it just adds strain this, that you don't want and need. This happened in the, the baseball world. It happened in the tennis world where people would retire or the money dried up or their name wasn't getting headlines yeah. anymore. And they would talk about who they banged on the tennis tour 
There was a Yankees player back in the 70s named, yeah. oh, I forget his name, but he, he had a, 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 a book come out, and it was about all of these players doing wife swapping and threesomes, and he named names. I think it's called Ball Four from back in the day. Okay. And it just outed everybody, and then he, he was, they never wanted him back in baseball. He would do the talk show circuit. Yeah. Telling, oh, yeah, here, here's my book. And like, a lot of people are pissed off at you. Juicy. It's really juicy. We're talking 70s, early 80s juicy. Right. And you're seeing a lot of that from 90s stars now who have realized, especially if they were sex symbols or they were getting paid because they were good looking. Now they're not necessarily getting paid for that 30 years later. And so they're having to go and unveil a whole bunch of dirt to try to make it. I mean, Pam Anderson is the biggest example right now. Her memoir, Love Pamela. I mean, she's one story after another. She's just letting it all out there. One was that she was only making $4,000 a year from Baywatch. Her son was doing some press. That's who was in that clip. Yeah, well, and he's, you know, I feel for the kid because, you know, he's, now talking because his mom is coming out with all these allegations and some of them are kind of contentious. You know, she did the one where she went after um, Tim Allen, Tim Allen, he, where he, where he flashed he her. He refutes and, it and, and says he, he didn't. He's but. saying that did not happen. He's saying that, you know, and apparently he's gotten everybody that worked on home improvement, backing him up and saying he, that's not something he would do. He never did that. She's making he, it up. He's disappointed that she said that. Yeah. Didn't he also do a bunch of blow? You don't know what you did. That was back <laughs> way before. That was yeah. before he got, right. he got clean. Yeah. Sometimes you party and you do things you shouldn't. Yeah, and then there was... Uh, <laughs> that's, a, what? that's a weird statement, <laughs> especially coming from you. I can see somebody <laughs> like him partying and flashing. He flashed other people, but they said he had his underwear on. So we know he liked to do that oh, move. Oh, Other yeah. people have come forward and said that he flashed them? But he had his underwear on. Like, he would have the trench coat. There's, like, pictures uh -huh. of it. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a... Uh, Okay, I hadn't seen that. Another the, chick on the set, but he had underwear on. It was he's talking. You're, you're talking about the the, the co-host. Yes, and she said that she she defended him. By the way, she is not at all on. But uh, he didn't look at her like he looked at Pam. He looked at Pam like I've seen you naked already. So what's the difference? Yeah, I, I just everyone's backing him up. I I, I we weren't there. I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not Team Tim. I'm not Team Pam. I'm Team Pam. Well, we know because you you yeah we know why. <laughs> I'm crazy. No, you just hate men. <laughs> and then there, who else? Who's the other person she came after? Uh, it was Tim Allen. There was somebody else. There's another one she, today that, that she they refuted. Oh, uh, is it Kid Rock? Yeah, I guess they were married, and the, she's yeah. The one that she had today was about Kid Rock talking about how um, she was at the premiere of the Borat movie. Yes, and. It was uh, the sex scene with her and Tommy from their 1995 honeymoon was mentioned in that. Now, she was married to Kid Rock at the time. This is in November 2006. And she didn't tell him what was in the movie because she wanted to surprise him. And she forgot about the part oh. where they're talking about the sex tape. <laughs> oh. And... Kid Rock storms out. I guess he's completely embarrassed that this comes up, and he called me a whore and worse. And then he goes home and leaves her. She chases him to the car, 
And she said, I turned back and people were watching me and I apologized. I said, hey, can somebody give me a ride home? When she got back to their Malibu home, Kid Rock was trash in the place. <gasps> oh, and my god! They broke up right afterwards, and that ended their marriage was basically that night. She forgot that the uh, sex tape was in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's it. So she's, <laughs> you know, she's now in this place where she's just letting it all out there and letting it fly and hoping that, you know, people are going to care about these stories and they're going to buy it up. Well, she's already said that she she's hurting with money. Yeah, I think she is in a financial place where she's like, all right, I'm going to tell everything. She had the story about Jack Nicholson where she walked in on a threesome at, uh, with him. I believe that. Yeah, at the uh, Playboy Mansion. So she's uh, dropped that. She uh, had the Tim Allen thing. So, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff that uh, – She's talked about, but yeah, I can't remember what the other one was that uh, somebody was saying that ain't true. So she's throwing it out there. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, got an interesting new product. If you are hot for feet and you'd like to come to completion, Denny's found this. It's called Vajankles. <laughs> And it's basically a fleshlight that is attached to a foot. So you can look at the foot and have sex with the ankle at the same time. If you're watching KBJ TV, I got a photo of that up there. Y'all, I'm, I'm just saying, I think we as a species are losing our way. What the and we hell, are, man? We are too much on the internet, Kev. As, yeah, yeah, but as, I've seen it all. As a species, we're just we're losing our way a little bit. I, I've really we're, seen it all. We're making... Ankle vaginas. And look, I'm all about getting weird, but what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting you one. Isn't your birthday coming? Yeah, you're getting one. Oh, yeah. You're getting a vajankle. I would love it. I think it's awesome. But <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Right. Really, what are we doing? When we get to vajankles. We're getting a little bored. We're losing our way. No. I never would have thought to put those two together, but it kind of works. What's next? Neck clit? Well, could you imagine? I mean, what what I think I would do is if I had a box full of vajankles, I would just go over to people's houses and hide them in inconspicuous places and just wait to see what kind of. Because if you found that, oh my gosh! Like, oh, like if you went to Bird's house and I saw a vajankle laying just in it conspicuously, like by the piano on the you, floor, you just put it in with the other toys and you wait for somebody to notice. Right? You would just be like, I would walk out of there going, "That was fucked up, man." I know. Did Ten? you see what bird had just on the floor, just laying out? Do we have a vajankle? Like, I'd be like, I thought I knew him. I knew ten. I know ten people I could do that prank to, and they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. And eight of them would fuck the vajankle. 
<laughs> so they wouldn't be upset. They'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? And, when, and then later, by the time you leave, they're... When the night falls, yeah. and no one's around... That Vajankle's getting it. If you put the Vajankle in their car, they are fucking oh, it. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Some of them on the ride home. Yeah. Four out of ten would admit it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Who would fuck the Vajankle first? Out of Kevin, Jaybird, Denny's, or Suits? It would probably... It'd be me, then Suits... Then Denny's, then Kevin. Yeah. Damn. You don't get down with the vajankle? Nah. I just don't feel Kevin's. Nah. He's like you. Y'all are carnal people. That would weird me out, man. I, the whole time, I'd just be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just hope my mom's not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> That's on your mom. No offense. And I, I hear you. I'm saying. I get it. If my mom watched me fuck a vajankle, I'd go, mom, what the shit What's going on? I thought you were on the other side in a good place. Why would you want to look at this, Mom? Yeah. You're a ghost. You have the power to look away. Float away. Yeah, don't don't judge me <laughs> on these earth earthly planes. I still have the earthly urge. Yes, exactly. I'm not enlightened like you. <laughs> Becky sent an email about the makeup or breakup we had today. A bride got a text thread from one of her bridesmaids that the other three bridesmaids were kind of talking shit about her fiance. And they were talking about how they were going to get their hair ready and what to wear and fashion and this and that. And they're like, well, why don't we just ask the gay groom? And then the other friend was kind of laughing back and forth. being going, yeah, how does she not have any idea that the guy she's about to marry is actually gay? And then the third one was uh, sending rainbows and laughs and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, you know, the three of them were cutting up about it. The bridesmaid that actually sent the text thread was a college friend. So I don't think she was really connected to the other bridesmaids. She was just into their text thread because they're talking about what to bring for the wedding, the reception, all that kind of stuff. And so she she ratted the other three out. Uh, Now, Becky had said, because the question was what to do, does she address it with her three bridesmaids? She was thinking about maybe just kicking the three out of the wedding altogether. Um, Becky said, if you have four best friends and three are joking that your man is gay and the fourth tells you what they said, knowing it's going to cause a big mess, the fourth probably agrees with them and didn't want to break it to you. Damn. I think the college friend is blowing it up because she thinks he's gay too, but figured it would be easier to let the longtime friends take the blame. I feel so bad for this bride because no matter what she does, the groom is going to know people now think he's gay. We need to set him up with a trap. We need to find out if this fucker is gay. You know, I think it's a, a brilliant idea, Virginia. We, a, a trap before the wedding's great. We don't need to be marrying a man that is just going to divorce us in a few years because he wants the D. We don't know any. This is all from one fucking paragraph. Now it's time to get in the bushes. We know less about this than we know about what really happened with Tom and Giselle. <laughs> but I tell you what, I thought we know a lot about the vajankle. Yeah, <laughs> we're up on that. <laughs> including the hierarchy of who's fucking it first. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely me. <laughs> I barely get out of the box. I am fucking yeah. the shit oh, out of that Oh, my goodness. Thing. I mean, good God. <laughs> I've got my dick on the package. You might just leave it in the box. <laughs> what a Friday. <laughs> 
The team at Atoll Vodka makes a great product, and you're going to love the fact that they're right here local and give back to local autism charities. Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish. It's a delicious vodka that pairs with everything. I love it on the rocks. I love it in a lemonade. I love it in a fruit juice. You're going to love it too. Grab some for yourself today. They'll ship it right to your house. Go to mashandgrape.com and taste the deliciousness of a toll vodka today. Becky said maybe the bride should sit down and gently talk to her man about what is going on and see how he responds. He's not going to say he's gay. you got to set a trap. She said this could be an opportunity to set them free before they make a huge mistake. It's a mess and it's going to be painful, but sometimes you just have to do things that hurt to prevent a catastrophe down the road. Poor lady. I don't know why. This is... To me, this isn't that big of a deal. You, you don't talk, think he's gay. No, that's why. When you talk to your friends about what they're fucking saying. You talk to everybody on that side. You also talk to your 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 husband-to-be. There should be no secrets. I would never allow all of this drama to be building up behind the scenes. I'm blowing the whole thing up. I'm talking to my man. I'm talking to my friends. All this He's behind- talking to other guys on Tinder. I just don't get why you can't talk to people. We're fucking, we're about to get married. We can't talk about stuff. I think he's gay. Me and Kevin both think that. From one email. What? <laughs> From one email. Don't group yeah. me in with your insanity. Exactly. She's gotta me and Kevin think <sighs> that he's gay, and I'm gonna get Kevin to set the trap. It's like when she comes in, Kevin, we hate this person now. Yeah. No, we don't. You do. <laughs> it ain't like that. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> Trying to step away. <laughs> you can't step fast no, enough. You can't step fast enough. <laughs> uh-uh. I uh, got a thought, too, on um, an email we had received last week. Stacy in Parkland said you were talking about this guy who would not eat lasagna his girlfriend had made after her dad comes in and scoops out a piece of the lasagna with his hand and then walks out the door. It's a power move. <laughs> it is. Yeah, the boyfriend was like, I'm good, and he orders a pizza, and his girlfriend was livid because she'd slaved over this lasagna and was all upset and said, you could easily get a piece from the other side of the pan. It's not like he just, <sighs> the whole thing is toxic after he yeah. just digs out one piece. The other side is fine. I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Uh, but what Stacy wants to bring up is something I have ranted on before, Stacy. I get it. She said the bigger issue to me is, how are we still blowing out birthday candles on cake? Amen. I mean, the saliva and germ that's coming out of people's mouths and coating your cake, and then you're serving it up, especially to your kids. What we, the hell, we stopped. Man? COVID was the 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 check for me, and I was like, "What are we? What is this? No, we're not doing that." I remember one party. We had a very gross uncle over who was just adamant about blowing out candles, and he always had wet lips, uh, just always wet lips. Yeah. And now he's blowing out the candle. There's no way I ain't got gross uncle juice on the cake now. The wettest uncles love to blow. <laughs> just there's something about wet uncles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh, not doing it. She said, P.S., I love cake. I get it. Yeah, I love cake, too, but not when it has spit on it from yeah. the birthday girl. But wouldn't you agree, though, there, is, there are some people in your life, if they blew out the candles, you're not grossed out by it. And then there's other people going, I don't know, I'm, I'm good on the cake tonight. There, totally. There's, there's a ranking. There's a ranking, but I, I still don't I still love it. I'm not like, oh, cool, sweet, they spit on it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, w- I would still eat it if it was close family. It'd have to be from the queen to the kids. I would eat That'd it. That'd be it. I, th- any of y'all— Would I, you eat my blow cake if I blew out the candle? She's very spitty. <laughs> I know she is. Probably— 
You're on the fringe. You're my friend, <laughs> crawfish Carla over here. <laughs> yeah, I just had a pound and a half of crawfish. Yeah, if you just had crawfish, that's <laughs> gross. No, I'm out. Oh, man. I'm out then. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what grosses me out more. When you eat a bunch of crawfish or when you eat bags of imitation crab. Or the oh, eggs. God. You have a list Oh, my of- gosh. I could do a seafood omelet with imitation crab meat and crawfish and just put a lot of egg in there, but not cook it all the way and make it runny. You, you may, that's a punishment for me. Oh, that's terrible. You have a punishment for me. Yeah. Jaybird's torture omelet. Oh. <laughs> it's very gross. Uh, Mary said you were talking about the best amusement park rides in the KBJ draft last week. Kevin picked the Velocicoaster. Let me tell you, I got a few stories from that thing. The first time we rode it, uh, my two cousins were in front, and behind me were me and my sister. So the ride starts. It's absolutely amazing if you love roller coasters. At one point, my cousin is screaming so much, she passes out. Oh, my gosh. All I then see from sitting behind her is her upper body just sliding slide to side limply as my sister is next to me just screaming. She said, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm laughing my ass off. The other time we're on it, it's the part of the ride. I'm not okay. It's amazing. It's the part of the ride where you're upside down, and for a good second, you're just hanging. And this is where my sister loses her shit. So my cousin recommended squeezing her thighs so she doesn't come out of her seat. My sister is so hyper-focused on squeezing, she squeezes the whole time and gets a leg cramp in the middle of the ride and starts screaming, I got a leg cramp. Again, I'm just dying laughing. I got to hold her hand the whole time, every time. Best fucking coaster in Florida. Damn. So if you like intensity and passing out, then that's your coaster. Sounds terrible. It sounds awesome. Yeah. So all this, too, we were talking the last couple of days on here about the chat GPT. It's um, an open AI that can help write papers and help kids with assignments. It could even help you pass the bar if you're trying to be an attorney. And two months after this has dropped, there are apparently a lot of educators that have really been after ChatGPT, the AI chatbot that can help students and professionals generate shockingly convincing essays. Apparently, the company now is unveiling a new tool to help teachers adapt and will allow you, I guess, to see a fraud. Almost like taking a blue light to a sleazy motel. You <laughs> Don't can do it. Wave this over a paper and there would be little bot lights that would go bing and you would know that the student did not write it. So that is coming soon. So okay. if you are using that to cheat, the company is sympathetic to educators and they're saying, yeah, you're right. It is kind of messed up if we have you know, people who are getting jobs that they're not qualified for other than congressmen. So many scams out there. So many. Yeah. Well, you see a lot of it, man. You really do. In every industry, in every, no matter where you're at, there's going to be somebody trying to get a leg up on you. Not everyone plays by the rules, unfortunately. That's that's always the game. You always have the person that, you know, has done the scam, and then you have the person that's trying to fight back against it. So, the and then tale. they play that cops and robbers back and forth game for eternity. Sure. That's just how it goes. All right. One thing we told you on the regular show, we get to on the ATS as well, is a redo for World oh, Record shit. Wednesday. Shit. You ready for this? Uh uh-uh, uh. I'm not ready. I wasn't ready for this, dog. Oh, yeah. It was the world record 
for the most underwear put on in 30 seconds. The Guinness World Record is 19 pair. Now, Jaybird gets to do one of two things now for the world records. He either gets to pick his opponent or pick his partner, and then he would be paired up against two other KBJ members. So it's more of a competition because realistically, you're not breaking too many of these world records. We're just seeing who does better at the attempts. So today during the show, Jaybird was going fast and furious, baby. He was throwing them things on quick. Balance was a little bit of an issue. He got seven on in 30 seconds. Virginia went slow and steady and got eight and beat him by one. But Virginia had her headphones on. And she's like, if I could do it again, I would definitely do better because I would have my headphones off and I would speed up a little bit. So Jaybird thought he had the upper hand because he had different sizes of his underwear where he went with the tighter stuff early and then he had his brother's bigger underwear later. So he thought it was going to be him that was going to win. So I kind of honestly, I knew I was going to lose. You did? Yeah, she just, I don't know. She's got got smaller legs. I got big balls. I don't know. So you thought obstacles, you thought your balls were going to keep you from a victory? Did your balls get in the way like my headphone cord? I'm just saying, I just you know, I got a lot of roadblocks over here. <laughs> so that was that was your handicap, is large nards. Honestly, it's my dumbass ankle. I, I got it stuck three different times. Virginia's good at getting her her yeah little ankles in them little holes. Yeah, a little bit better with the balance, I think. And that that to me, I thought was the added advantage. That's why I had picked her and Suits went with her as well early at the pick. With my fumble fuck feet, they're all dancing everywhere, <laughs> right in the hole area. Fumble fuck feet. <laughs> Okay. All right. You guys are laying your underwear out. Let me know when you're ready. They have to be laid out properly. I think that was another mistake I made. I just had them in a big pile. Okay. That's not good. So you wanted them neatly laid out in front of you? Yes. I am. I like order. Okay. All right. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Jaybird's got his pile together. Looks like you've got, uh, I'd say, the realistic with Virginia doing. Eight, Jaber doing seven, and the world record being 19. You almost got halfway there. So another pair or two, Virginia, would have been halfway to the world record mark. Okay, we got 30 seconds on the clock here for a make good round two. Are you both ready and prepar- prepared? Ready, yeah. Big Daddy. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> 30 seconds on the clock, competitors, on your mark. Get set and Go. Okay, Jaybird is putting him on the same style. Virginia's definitely sped up. Jaybird, the balance has got to him. He slammed down on his underwear with the foot one time. You're at 22 seconds left. Bird falls back into the window. It is definitely uh, hurting. Virginia is moving a lot faster, still maintaining decent balance. That's a little off, but still pretty good. You're at 10 seconds left. All right. Jaybird is moving as fast as he can. Virginia looks like she's slow and steady again, and I would say is probably going to take it. We're going to get the official count. All right, Virginia, how do you feel about your performance there with no headphones on? Was it better than what you did on the regular show today? I feel like it was better. Okay. So my count, I have Virginia at 10, Bird at 7. Whoa. So Bird stayed the same. Virginia got two more on. You could double check my math, but that's what I got from over here. I've stayed the same since I was three. (laughs) 
So Virginia increased and did improve upon her performance. Bird flatlined. Yeah. Ten. 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 Okay, you were you were legit. I feel like I can push it even more, Danny. Bird, it might be your ceiling. <laughs> there's a new uh, there's a new witch in town. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, this is uh, going to be interesting <laughs> to see what the win-loss record is going to start uh, looking like here as we continue on with World Record Wednesday with the new format. Okay. Thank you for doing that again. Uh, my first time, just I wasn't impressed. Yeah, well, I, I, I knew that uh, you were taking yeah. that hard, Virginia. You wanted yeah, another thanks, chance. Kev. Yeah, did that. I want you to get another <laughs> L on the books, Bray. <laughs> <laughs> Pop did that twice. Yeah. <laughs> Improved nothing. Yep. All right. Well, you definitely deserve a break. Go rest up. Get energized for another show tomorrow. We'll see you all then.